Don't skip this one as a music podcast where two best friends play songs to talk about them. It's also a comedy podcast where the hosts make dumb jokes and make fun of each other. Um, how did you get into this That's, recording? Don't worry about how I got into the booth. Point is, I'm here, and I'm going to finish this off. Sometimes there's strong language in this podcast, so be aware. Okay, stop reading my script. Um, uh, I want to say the next thing. Now, on, on to, to the, the show. show. What's up, fellow music nerds? It's your host, Zach Fisher. With me, as always, is Brady Levitt. <laughs> and I forgot to tell our special guest to cover her ears of introducing Caitlin Berger. Welcome. We've got a special guest again. Guest today, everyone. All 10 of you listeners. I guess there's now nine because Caitlin is in this recording with us uh not listening not listening because it's she, all unless you're it, unless you're into listening to yourself later uh we we do because we uh really love ourselves okay we just, <laughs> just we're we're really really into that so uh hey caitlin um say hi to, to everyone hi everyone all nine of you hi debbie it, i hope you're listening brady's it, mom it hurts it hurts when you say there's nine listening it <laughs> because it's not self-deprecating because it's not self-deprecating it's just it just seems mean is yeah. all, all it is no so we we wanted to have caitlin on an episode and we thought what better episode to have Caitlin on then another six degrees of separation episode we know you're all loving them and so this episode of six degrees of separation we thought we'd take a little detour off of the the main timeline you know most most uh I'm most gonna, I'm just gonna what? jump in here and say listeners um Brady wouldn't tell I I get that I usually say the the title and it's usually about now but brady won't tell me so we're all just strapping in and holding on oh this waiting for an, any sort of announcement this one is uh six degrees of separation um the solo story um it's 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 not it's not the main time it's, we're not like we're not in the same timeline as like you know the skywalkers this is like something a little bit different it's a it's like a rogue one story let's go with six degrees rogue one rogue one's better let's go with the rogue one story we had a whole conversation about this you know we've been doing we've been doing uh sequels of movies and i thought let's let's just you know this is gonna be a little different um and this one because i knew we were gonna have a special guest i thought i'd it's not gonna be easier but i thought i'd play to both zach and caitlin's specialities on kind of like song choices so it's not okay they're not it's you know neither one of you is going to be in the dark for for uh all of the songs there will be some songs that you're like i don't know how this ties i may never even heard the song before but there will be ones that i i'm I think you will get, or at least you'll, as soon as I tell you how they connect, you'll understand it. So should we, uh, should we just start right on off with this thing? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's jump right on in. 
and that was the Mandalorian theme by Lud- Ludwig Gorson. So I thought, you know what? That was the whole point of the joke, uh, listeners out there, is that I wanted to keep it a Star Wars theme because I knew I, that this song had to be the first one to make the rest of these all make sense. Uh, but yeah, no, it's the Mandalorian. And I thought there'd be no better one to start off with um, because I know just like Zach and I, Caitlin is also a big nerd. Caitlin, me and Caitlin and another one of our friends, we have a group chat where we will do kind of like Zach and I will, we will uh, talk about, we haven't done it in a while because I think we're all, I think we're all a little burnt out, which hurts me to say, but by Star Wars and Marvel stuff, but like in the height of the pandemic, when there was like a lot of stuff coming out on like Disney plus, we would like text each other. Like, did you watch WandaVision or did you watch the first season of Mandalorian, the first episode of Mandalorian and like just start going off on like uh, ideas that we had. Um, so yeah. And that's, you know, I thought, I thought it'd be a good introduction on how Caitlin and I became friends. So Caitlin and I, we became friends. How long has it been been now? It's been 10 years, 10 years, 10 years. Weird. Right. Mm-hmm. Super 20, weird. <laughs> 2013. Yeah. So we both did the Disney college program and then at BYU, we were the people that would like hand out flyers to everyone. Mm-hmm. We were recruiting people for our cult. Yeah. It was fun. It was a fun cult to, <laughs> to recruit people for. Disney adults. Yeah. 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 You know, you, there, I know there's only like nine listeners and most of them probably know what you're talking about. Could you maybe just explain shortly what the, what you just said? Yeah. Caitlin, you could, you could go with it. You know, Oh I yeah. Brady, Brady and I both did the Disney college program back in 2013 and we didn't work together at the time. Um, but when we went back to BYU, we were campus reps for the college program, which means we recruited people to do the same thing that we did working at Disney. Oh. So like we would like do Disney like world Disney world. So like we'd hold the information ses- sessions and like if people were wanting to find out how, cause like the college program is this, it's like a internship where you go down you get to like live at the park, like near Disney and you just, it's like a working internship where you, you work. And then depending on what school you're going to, you can get credit. BYU, we didn't get credit. We just went for fun, mm-hmm. but yeah, no. Um, so that's where we became friends and we've been uh, friends ever since we were both, we were like uh, co-presidents of the Disney club at BYU. We're both, we're both big nerds mm-hmm. and Zach is the biggest nerd of all. Yeah. Just not about Disney. Just not about Disney. Just in general. Uh, Zach is a big nerd. So I just you know, wanted to start off going back to The Mandalorian. Did you guys expect uh, a Star Wars to, to, to start this episode? I feel like with you, we could probably expect anything. So yeah, that's it hurts more coming from our guest. OK, oh, my God. Fine. I like it. Caitlin, keep it up. Um. Yeah, when you insisted that the that it be Star Wars named, I was like, well, Star Wars is in here somewhere. I don't know if I thought it was going to be the first one, but I was like, Star Wars is in here because he's insisting that the title still be Star Wars. <laughs> Listeners, I specifically requested that we switch franchises every time. I remember this discussion. I already refused. I, I It wasn't that I refused. It was more like, oh, this would... We're, it's just gonna make for a good joke. Don't worry. And we're kind of running out of franchises that have a lot of uh, numbers to them. So, I mean, know. the Fast and Furious. 
Yeah, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll eventually. There's more. We just could have. You just had to think for like two seconds. Yeah, but but when I started with the Mandalorian, I had to. But speaking of, uh, like, how many uh, Land Before Times are there? There's a lot of those. Oh, land good thinking. Okay, okay. Book okay. series. We can also do book series. There's lots of those. Harry Potter. We didn't even touch Harry Potter. Come on, man. My bad. My bad. Okay, I I just. I just I thought I'd keep it Star Wars because because this I thought this is a good way to lead it into the next couple songs. But kind of going into it, um, I know like what's your both of your thoughts on like movie TV scores? Because like me, I love listening to like instrumentals from movies, like movie scores and movie themes. But and I know it's a it's very niche. So what's your thoughts on like? listening to something like this do you want to go first or me caitlin i can go um i listen to movie scores pretty regularly like when i'm working just because it's like background music without lyrics and so i also did um like band in high school i played the french horn so like i feel like i appreciate a lot of like good instrumental um music especially french horn like when french horn is like um featured um, and so I have so many songs that are favorites just because of that. So. No, I, I feel like that's kind of similar to me. Cause like, I think we've talked about it a little bit, but I play. Love listening to movie scores. And so like, I will, I love, you know, trying to figure out what weird percussion instruments are using, but also I think French horn though, like when there's a good French horn part in instrumental, like in movie scores and stuff like it, like that, sometimes that French horn just like can make like a song. Perfect. Like, mm. Is there French horn in this one or is that a different instrument? Um, it's hard for me to tell cause it's pretty deep sounding, yeah. but there's definitely that like punchy horn part. Um, like after the main intro that like all the horns come in together and whether that's French horn or like other brass instruments, it's like, it's there, you know, so. Skipping, uh, a, um, skipping ahead to the favorite parts, by the way, that's probably my favorite part is when the, the, it's the, everything dun, 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 that I think that's mine that's too. I think I also just love, I think I, I do love the beginning too. That just like very, that I don't even know what instrument it is. Do you know what instrument it is? The, that like weird went through a tunnel type sound. Yeah. The like eerie, a, a, like that sounding. eerie, like that eerie, no. like sounds like it's like blowing through a cave. Um, but Zach, what about you? Do you listen to movie scores? Is that not? Uh, no, I, um, I don't know what it is, but I cannot listen to instrumental really music. Um, yeah, I get, I get, uh, jittery and bored I guess when it starts huh judgment on people like, that do or anything it's just like it starts and I'm like there's nothing happening I have to do I have to, something else needs to be playing I think it's I feel like there it's very niche like I don't know a lot of people who do and I think that's a I, I know that Caitlin and I, like, I I know a lot of people why what is, really? is I have a different yeah. view of it or maybe like I mean maybe instrumental. Maybe I feel like a lot of people listen to like lo-fi and stuff these days. So yeah. that counts as instrumental to me. But maybe That's like fair. movie scores can be more like Yeah. I mean it like it can not, be more niche. It just depends on the person, you know. Yeah. So. And I, I think I think I, I kind of think as a general audience, but maybe you know more because again, Zach mm -hmm. We also kinda... swim in very nerdy circles, like yeah, it, 
uh, you know, Brady and I are in a group chat with like eight people. And I know we've had conversations about our favorite movie composers, right? Like exactly. We, we know which composers we like, like that's a level of nerd that we're used to. So I don't know if that's weird for the general population or not. So. And I, and I think that's what I mean. It's like, it's, we're a little, it's hard to say. I just assume not everyone does it. You know, I don't know what people are listening to when they're fixing their truck and looking at NASCAR photos. I don't. I was just saying, like people that aren't people that aren't what I do. I start this show. I start this show talking about music nerds. What's music nerds at the top, and it's music nerds at the bottom. If you're still listening to this and you're not a music nerd, you're confused. And no, lost. no, you can be a music nerd, but also not a just not a nerd. I guess. Yeah, we're all but, nerds in our own way, aren't we? Um, yeah, that's that that's sounds philosophical. True. I don't know if it is. Regular Plato over here. Um, hey, I have. I am not a child's toy. <laughs> get it, listeners? He's like Plato, is and like the. The clay. No one needed to a... you to explain the joke. All right, uh, okay. Caitlin, what is your favorite part of the theme? I forgot what it's technically called. You said it. The Mandalorian theme. Okay, just Mandalorian. What's your favorite part? I like the horn part. I mean, we kind of already touched on that, but yeah. they they kind of they're really punchy. Um, it's a cool sound. You know, it's really really cool. Um, well, and then last question before we move on. Have you has, I guess without spoilers. Did you guys watch season three and what do you think? Oh, I have not. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that up top. Yeah, I had to choose between keeping up with the Marvel shows or the Star Wars shows, and Marvel won, unfortunately. So I haven't. I don't think I've even watched. No, I haven't watched season three. I think I've seen season two because there's something big that happens at the end of that season. But I haven't seen beyond that. Season, yeah, I, I did watch season three. Season three was good. Just, it wasn't as good as number one. But, you know, mm-hmm. it was just that I'd ask. So, should we jump right into song number two? Yes, I'm excited Let's, for the guessing. I'm ready for the guessing. We're ready for the <laughs> guessing. So, remember, the first one was The Mandalorian. Power 106. LA, it's your girl, yes, Got some brand new music. I need you to turn it up. And let me know what you think. And that was Telegraph Avenue by Childish Gambino. So before we get into the song, Caitlin, do you know how this song connects to the first song? Um, I'm going to throw out a guess. Okay. So my guess is it talks about Oakland and the Bay and Lucasfilm is set is centered in the Bay Area. So that's a it is that is a very good guess. That is Wait. that's not what I'm going with. My, <laughs> my tie is a little bit stronger on it, but that is a very good guess. Zach, what's that <laughs> is? I do know. I do know how it connects. Um I knew as soon as it started playing because um the uh, composer for Mandalorian is 
I don't know, main, pro- main producer. I, uh, uh, most of Childish Gambino's music, uh, but definitely the producer song. and, and write like Songwriter, writes yeah. all of the, like comes up with all the beats for yeah. Gambino so, songs. Ludwig. Uh, and, and it's crazy. Cause he writes, Ludwig writes, uh, he's like a, he got his start mm-hmm. on like TV shows, but then like the Mandalorian was a big, big one. He did like the black Panther. Um, he did, uh, um, Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer. I've, Oppenheimer. I, Oppenheimer. Op- definitely Oppenheimer. I, I just, I, I, I know what it is, but then as soon as it comes out, I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Okay. Um, um, uh, but, yeah, he, he, they, they've known each other since Community Days because Ludwig did uh, the scoring for Community. Yeah, Ludwig and, did the scoring for Community, and that's how they, uh, he got the so he doesn't just do Gambinos. He's I think he's helped out with others. I think he's even helped out with like, I think again, uh, listeners, little to no research. I think he's helped out with some chance stuff. Chance the rapper. I know for a fact, Childish Gambino, most of, most of his stuff is he works with Ludwig on it. Um, but yeah, that is how it connects. Um, I thought, yeah. So you didn't want to take the song where it shouts out Ludwig specifically no because i love this song like this okay. is well, this is probably one of my favorite one of my favorite gambino songs um like i i remember and i'm sure both of you remember because we were uh, you're both friends with me in college do you i know zach does caitlin do you remember hashtag not brady's semester Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, when, like, I kept getting rejected or, like, you know, people would break up with me or whatever. And for some reason, I think this... that was your entire college experience. No, there was only, there's two, ma- okay, that hurts. <laughs> there was two big semesters <laughs> where there was, there was a, I, like, I would tweet a lot of self-deprecating humor on, on Twitter. Um, and it was, it was, like, two big semesters where I was just, like, you know, sad because that's you know everyone has that little sometimes more but everyone has at least a sad period in college i feel like at least that's that's where we discovered brady's temporary patented tm 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 uh temporary cure for depression which is dry ice in a bowl dry ice in a bowl of water so uh I don't know. That? Do you not Kate, know that story, Caitlin? I don't I think, think I know this story. So, and I know we've talked Did about we... it before, but but listener, if you've heard this before, uh, screw you. I'm telling it again. Um, that's one. Uh, that's... But it was after. It was actually after a Disney Club. So you might have even been there. But there was there was a period where you weren't going to Disney Club. But there's a Halloween Disney Club where we had a bunch of dry ice, and I came. I was just not. I was, it was not Brady's semester and I came back and like, I didn't realize I was sad. I didn't realize it just wasn't, I was not having a good time. And I came back from this event that we put on. It was a Halloween party. You must, it had to have been a Halloween party. And I yeah, came back was- and uh, as I was unloading all the stuff from my car, I realized I had some dry ice and I put the dry ice in just a bowl of water and I watched the dry ice bubble mm. for like an hour and a half, and it made me feel so much better. And then I got so you, real. So I you got, discovered meditation. 
And then I got really sad as soon as the the, the dry ice stopped, and Zach got yeah. really worried about me. Yeah, it was yeah. one of the few. It's one of the few times that Zach's been like, "Hey, you okay?" Yeah, I was pretty worried about you. Yeah, it was. It was not. Yeah, it was not a good. So, good, good listener look. out there, if you are struggling with depression, go to a therapist. But if you're just a little, if you're a little down. <laughs> Try dry ice. ice. Cover. Good cover. Good cover on that one. Dry like, ice in a bowl of water, specifically. Dry ice in a bowl because you need to see yeah. it bubbling. You need to see yeah, the bubbles. No, don't like ingest it or touch no, 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 it. No, 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 no. Don't know, do like, that. That's yeah. oh, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super yeah. bad just, idea to do that. Just, just put it in a bowl of water. Occasionally, you can touch it and, and keep poking it under the water. Um, it helps to flip it sometimes because then the, like, I don't know how it works, but why it works, but. You flip it and then it it almost starts the reaction over again and just be careful as soon as that block uh goes away sadness comes back and you start thinking about uh, the girls that broke up with you it's fun anyway that last part uh, seemed a little more specific to you but okay anyway this song was on that rotation of when like my sad rotation i don't know it just has that like uh yeah i can see that it is kind of a breakup song so it, it just and it has that 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 vibe behind it and so yeah um what did you guys think of the song this was my first time hearing it and i liked it really mm-hmm. have you ever I, have you ever I was i've say, only really... heard his like one big song like the is it like this is america yeah. oh yeah. yeah i really haven't listened to much else um by childish gambino i've kind of been out of the loop there well you're talking to two of his biggest fans so i i love i love gambino i would say i think this album and camp i think are my favorites yeah my I, um, my favorite of his is because the internet yeah um i love that one and i um that one you can get super nerdy about because he did like a, a screenplay and like a video and there's even like extra stuff that I learned about whereas like there was like stuff you could have learned or you could have only if you like learned coding could you unlock and so like people posted it on reddit and that's the only way to have known about it and stuff well like that. that's not the only way it also was uh he put out a it was like a it was called hacks. It was like a thumb drive that you can buy that gives at certain oh, record yeah, stores. Yeah. Um, and I have that. So I didn't get the hacks thumb drive, but Cody got it and then sent me the stuff. So there's a, a couple of like unreleased, like demo songs, um, kind of like mixtape versions of some songs that aren't on the album that are some of my favorites that were on that, uh, his whole, um, life is beautiful set like uh the big concert series they have in vegas he was one of the first headliners i think he was like year two he was the one of the headliners yeah and his whole set his whole live show was on it and it's great so caitlin go check out if if you're into rap at all go check out childish gambino he is by far my favorite cool i'll give it a shot yeah but you did but you liked it Mm -hmm. yeah i did um yeah i mean i think i've already said but yeah i really liked it i really like um 
I'll go ahead and say my favorite part. Yeah, go for it. Kind of relates to what we were talking about. So like talking about he like he did like a screenplay along with it and video and lots of other stuff. Kind of like let me refer to it to like um I I can't remember the like what it actually stands for, but the ARG like the I don't know. Is but it's like it's not uh it's not like a video album where you're watching a video and it's all one thing, but it's like you can go into it as much as you want to or just surface level or whatever. But if you go into it farther, it's even cooler. But like there's a moment in the script where he's getting in the car and then they're like, play this song along with it. And it's really cool because there's not a lot of songs out there that I can think of where there's a specific sound mix to make it sound like he's getting in a car and playing the radio and then singing along you start hearing him singing along and then all of a sudden it comes like crashing together so that's my favorite part is when it all comes crashing together it's foot on the gas is the um first lyric where they're all just like it's all of a sudden it's a song but especially if you like are reading the screenplay you're like oh this is him like pretending he's in a music video basically yeah while he's singing along the song it's i i think my favorite part of the song is the is the chorus is the foot on the gas i'm just trying to pass all the red lights and the stop signs i'm ready to go like i i remember making a vine to this yeah i remember making a vine where i was like driving and i was trying to make sure i got like the lighting of like um red lights and and green lights on my face as it like looped yeah it was it was a cool vine, people. It was it was a cool vine. I you know me and Zach were big viners back in the day. We had at least fifty followers. So at least at least forty nine yeah. if you don't count me. Okay, well again, it doesn't. It hurts when you say it. <laughs> I like Caitlin. She's she's my favorite guest so far. Yeah, I know because everyone else is nice to me. Uh, yeah, Caitlin, everyone, what, what? everyone else is like, we should be nice to Brady, Zach. You should be nicer. And um, Caitlin's just like, let's point out more flaws about Brady. He's great. I love it. Um, Caitlin, what was your favorite part about the song? Um, I don't know. I was just kind of vibing with it, just taking in first impressions. So I thought um, it was just like upbeat and fun to listen to. Oh, even though it's kind of sad when yeah. you read the lyrics, but it's which is fun. I actually really like like breakup or sad songs that are upbeat to listen to. That's always a fun mix. Oh. Yeah. Um nice. Yeah, I Ray, my my Ray's just getting some notifications here. <laughs> Fam it's my family group chat probably asking to see pictures of, of my daughter. So um but yeah, no, I I love this song. I'm I wanted to make sure this is on here, but are you guys ready to move on to song number three? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I'm curious to see if you guys know where I'm going with this. I like have a guess already of what you're going to play. Oh, you do. Okay. What's, what's your guess before I play it? This is just out of pocket, but I want, I think you might play driver's license by Olivia Rodrigo because of the that, car sound at the beginning. 
That would that's okay. That's that's actually a pretty good guess. That is that is a good guess. I like your train of thought. It's not where I'm going because this is where I'm going with it. And that was Jack Sparrow by The Lonely Island featuring Michael Bolton. So before we jump into this song, do you guys have any idea how this connects to uh, Childish Gambino and Telegraph Avenue? Um, I'm going to take a wild... I'm gonna take a wild stab. Okay. And say that somehow Ludwig connects them because maybe no, all those movies were after he was or before. I mean, before he was a, a composer. I don't know. I can't figure it out, and it's bothering me. Caitlin, do you have any idea or any guesses? Any shots in the dark? Um, no shots in the dark. Honestly, I don't. I you don't even know where to start. Guess. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> are you are you considering the Caribbean Sea like a bay, like a, what about a geography yeah. thing? What about? No, that? I know I've done geography in the past. No, it's not that. Okay, you, do you guys want to hear it? Sure. Okay, so, uh, both Donald Glover, who's Childish Gambino, and the Lonely Island kind of help get their start from uh, a certain person. Um, and so, and you had mentioned, you've mentioned him, Zach, you mentioned him in the last song. So, oh no. So Dan Harmon created community and that's community oh. really is where it community is really where, uh, Donald Glover got his, his big start and where the lonely Island kind of started kicking off. Um, so they had, they were been friends for a long time. They had like started doing some stuff and trying to like, you know, get big. And then um, they got involved with something called Super Midnight Movie Club. Um, and that eventually evolved into Channel 101. So it's a nonprofit that hosted monthly short, like monthly short film festivals. Rob Schrab and Dan Harmon, who created Community, uh, created that. And so... Dan Harmon kind of helped launch both of their careers because then after the channel 101, they, they had a bunch of their sh- the shorts that some of them eventually came digital shorts, um, help get them into, uh, get a audition with SNL. See, man, it's annoying when you tell me the connection because Although I don't know if I specifically knew Channel 101, but in the in retrospect, I'm like, well, but I knew Dan Harmon. I like, I bet Dan Harmon should have bet on Dan Harmon instead of should have instead of Ludwig. Yeah, you should have because it's not not Ludwig. But yeah, um, so now going getting into the song, what do you guys think of the song? I, I love this song. This song is, I think there's so many funny, good ones of the Lonely Island. They are, they are amazing. They are, I just, so stupid, but so funny. And I love the Jack Sparrow one. 
it's it's great i love this um but michael baldwin's voice and i love that he's completely willing to just sing insane shit for this it's amazing what do you think caitlin it's fun also like it's one of those melodies that'll just get stuck in your head for weeks kind of yes thing. so like i'm kind of mad at you now because i will be like i'll wake up and it'll be in my head tomorrow i'm sure um, i i was there was a couple that i was playing around with because i knew it like i knew that i i could have done any uh you know there's several lonely island and like we had done previously i think we did lazy sunday and shirani so it was between yeah, jack sparrow yeah, uh jizz in my pants and i just had I'm on sex. a boat <laughs> i'm on a boat and i'm on a boat those four i was like oh, which one of these do i go with but i don't know i just i think i love the i love how it just like it sounds like the beginning is them try it's them trying to sing a serious rap song or like we're in the club you know popping bottles like like he says something like uh chicky snapping at the neck when we were rolling up uh like they're trying yeah. to sound like they're serious rappers and then then michael bolton comes in with the whole johnny depp it's part. amazing um my favorite okay my favorite lyric though speaking of just michael bond saying off the cuff shit um i love at the very i think it was one of the yeah it's like the last thing that he sings when he him singing in a in like a a voice that's more michael bolton yeah i'm like but it's more fit to like powerful love ballads yeah he sings like those whole towns the credits like, yeah like, i was gonna yeah. say like the credits of a 90s disney movie you know? yeah exactly yeah. um but instead he uses it to sing this whole town's a pussy just waiting to get fucked and i just it makes me laugh every time more more so than the rest of it because it's just like you don't expect him that's <laughs> I think my favorite is when when the Lonely Island try to like get the song back on track and it's the the put your hands in the air and say hell yeah come on and it says Captain Jack what Johnny Depp no from the front <laughs> to the back we count sex come on Davy Jones nope giant squid like like he's just then just like naming I, the way he says Davy Jones and giant squid I just I <laughs> laugh every time it's it's just a great song uh caitlin what's yours um i mean this is probably my first time hearing it like fully the full song but i like the part where he's listing movies and i just really like forrest gump so life, life is, is like a box of chocolates it's great <laughs> you know what caitlin i am glad that we got you on this because because i know that you had mentioned to me previously that you were like you you enjoyed listening to some of our stuff because you're like i gotta i gotta listen to i gotta like expand my repertoire because you're like i've i've been just like binging out on taylor swift so i don't know what else is out there so like I'm glad that we for the past with. year and a half i've probably only listened to taylor swift noah khan and the encanto soundtrack so the, those are the top caitlin picks so it's good to listen and hear other songs that i would not have found otherwise i'm glad we could expand your horizons by playing you jack sparrow by the lonely island the lonely island. everyone needs to hear it so well is noah khan is... the one that does the the something about sticks in the fall yeah the stick season song that's... was his yeah. like big popular one yeah 
Okay, I knew I knew I was I had something there. I don't think yeah. I had it. But no, I love I love the Lonely Island and we Zach and I did a whole comedy episode and they showed up twice on it and there's so many funny good Lonely Island songs. I I think there was a time in college when the Lonely Island was big that I listened to so college and like late high school where I just listened to so many I remember hearing this yeah. song for the first time. I was I was on my mission and we were at they weren't even it wasn't even it was just we we're at this this uh house that like they weren't members. They they just loved the missionaries. And so we would go over all the time. Um and uh one of them like the son who was I was like twenty one and I think he was like 19 at the time came up he's like okay hey you got to watch this because uh, i heard him i was like is that the lonely island he's like oh they just they just released a new one so this one came out while i was gone and he like he showed it to me i was like oh that is hilarious <laughs> it's great but yeah um you guys ready to to move on to our next one let's do it okay yeah. so do you have any before i start do you have any guesses on where this one's gonna go um it's gonna have something to do with us uh with um more michaels no but but i mean do you have any not 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 where it's gonna go do you have any clue what song it's gonna be as far as i've that's as far as i got it's gonna be uh go the distance from hercules i would i thought about doing that i did think about doing that but i went with this one instead What you say mm, that you only meant well, well, cause you did mm, what you say mm, that it's all for the best, cause it is what you say mm, that it is what we need. And that was Hide and Seek by Imogen Heap. Um, and Zach, uh, let's go with you first. How does that connect to the last song? Okay, this is... I don't remember names right uh, right now, but the bridge of Hide and Seek is like used as a sample on a song, and I think that the guy who did that song did a song with... Um, the Lonely Island. Wrong! Damn it. <laughs> Caitlin, do you know what this the connection is? Yeah, so the bridge is the yeah. connection. He, the bridge he got is that the connection. part right, but mm-hmm. it's used in that like SNL sketch sketch with Andy Samberg, where they're all like running in and they're like shooting each other, and then they're like slowly falling to the ground. It while is the bridge oh. plays. It's it's a it's a digital short called Dear Sister, and that is exactly correct. It's a mm-hmm. skit with Bill Hader, Andy Samberg, and uh, Shia LaBeouf and it's a skit where they all go in it's like it's this ridiculous sketch where like and Kristen Wiig and they they keep shooting each other and every time they shoot a gun that bridge plays and there's that one part where there's almost like a shootout and it just keeps starting over it's a it's an SNL digital short called Dear Sister check it out it's <laughs> it is great it was right in the height of those digital shorts with like laser cats and all the Lonely Island like music ones, but it's great. And so every time I hear this song, 
all I could think is that like to the point where I wanted to know what song this was when I was in high school and had to like Google. And back then, like Google worked, but like it was a lot harder to like, like there wasn't as much inputted into the internet at that point. Yeah. That makes sense. Whereas like you had to kind of go digging for stuff. And back then, in my day, kid. Back in my day. You had to did, put in almost almost four words in Google before they would even even return a result. Um, but I and I remember, you know, lime wiring this song just because I love that part so much. And like the rest of the song is good, and I think it's but like that bridge part is my favorite. Um, I think what is really cool about this song is the like uh, the more I listen to it, the more I realize like it's it's acapella is the wrong word, but it's just her vocals with like a bunch of like weird synth added like like her it's, vocals are like it's like reverb of her own vocals. It reverb that's the word yeah. yeah like reverb of her own vocals that kind of make like the background behind it. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't really have a favorite lyric, but this is one of those songs that like tickles your brain because it has that synth yes. element to it. And like the whole time I was like, oh, I've never heard this full song. It actually sounds really good. I like this because it does that brain tickling thing uh-huh. for me. Um, yeah. That's, was... And that's that's what I was, I didn't, I didn't know. I'm glad you said that because I, that's how I feel, but I didn't know how to get mm-hmm. that into words. Well, and that my husband and I, we talk about those all the time. It's normally songs with synth. Like one of my favorites is Rosanna by Toto. Like it just, something about it tickles the brain so well. And I think this is in the same category for me. So. Um, yeah. I um, Speaking of her, how she performs the song, there is, um, she did a little desk concert. I don't know if you guys have ever seen those, but NPR uh, does little, or was it tiny desk tiny desk concerts yeah um and it's basically people either using really tiny instruments or just like doing an acoustic super small performance inside of npr's office and not like a prepared studio like it's literally someone's desk um and i could i could not re-explain it to you but if go look up emotion heap uh hide and seek tiny desk concert because she explains how she does it live it's insane she has like two gloves on and they control the synth that's coming in and out and all the reverb going on that is crazy it's it's pretty crazy and i i think recording it was different but like that's how she does it but yeah she's basically i mean she's looping a lot of stuff basically and then yeah and adding in reverb and and stuff um i will say beyond the tickling of the brain which is which is also one of my favorite parts of listening to the song um i really liked ransom notes keep falling out your mouth uh mid-sweet talk newspaper newspaper word cutouts um it's such a it's such a fun lyric also because it's like she says the first line and you're like what are you talking about and then explains it in the second line which is such an interesting way to structure lyrics and it gives I, like a good visual, like it's a good metaphor. Yeah. 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 That's I cool. think besides the bridge, that's my favorite lyric too. Um, it's I like it, like you're saying, Halen, I really like how this song has that like mind tickle. It's I've never known how to explain it before, but this makes a lot more sense. 
there are certain songs out there that um i think this one has more to do with the synth but there's um certain uh like key changes that will give i don't, I don't know if it's everybody but like certain people it like gives you full body shivers when someone does a certain key change and they like slow the tempo tempo just like a little bit um those songs are always amazing to listen to Mm -hmm. there's also like some that like alternate notes in a way that like especially when you hear it on headphones it switches from your left ear to your right ear and it like kind of makes your eyes want to go like this you know like go back and forth left and right and that one I feel like that kind tickles my brain too so a lot of cool music out there that's like it gives you like a like an actual sensation in your body which is crazy (laughs) well that kind of reminds me of and you know I know both of you know him I think you, I'm pretty sure you've met him before, Cody, or maybe you just know him from, from me. Um, but Cody has a song called outlaw and he does that where like it, it like, he like purposely did it where it like circles around you. And like, you almost like watch, it's the weirdest feeling. Like you watch the words circle your brain as it, like it, it when it's in headphones, you hear it like rotating around you. Uh, yeah. It's like the effects it's, um, the effects of like synesthesia which is like um the feeling when you're nerd crying. thank you um i take that as a compliment now uh the but it's when you're applying like one sense to another sense and most people get it minorly but i always think of a, a lord her second album is like green lights she mm-hmm. she explained how she has like synesthesia some people have it like really like they hear they see colors when they hear music like very specific colors and she and she did a whole like walkthrough experience where you the colors would come out i think that was so so you don't get that though no brady i'm colorblind so i I was just i just wanted want to know if it was just like all in gray or if it's like colorblind people can't have synesthesia i don't know how it works i'm not colorblind I'm, I'm 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 a broken disabled person so you should make fun of it more that's what you should do oh when you say it like that i probably will ah, i got him to feel bad people no 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 I said, I, I said i probably will still make fun of you yeah but you felt bad for a second so that's that was my whole goal i felt bad for other colored blind people because they have to associate with you so much <laughs> like i feel bad that they have to go through this hardship and you are lumped in with them um i did want to say i guess i didn't get to say it to be at the first part of it i i completely forgot about that sketch until you started describing it and i was like oh that was one of my that was, i laughed so hard at that sketch i, I laughed so really forgot about it until Caitlin started being like, yeah, that's that one sketch where like, she, this keeps playing over and over again. I was like, oh, no. And I think I think this one was the was one of the the really close connections that I was like, oh, man, like as soon as that part comes up, you're going to know what it is, because that's that was that's the connection. It's not like a far off connection, because and I think that's how one like I think the song was big. But I think it got even bigger because of that SNL skit. Yeah. Well, should we move on to our uh, next song uh, titled uh, Let's Sell Out? Sure. Um, 
Yeah. Let's go to sell out corner. And in addition to um, maybe there was an ad there. Sometimes most of the time now they won't let us play an ad because we don't have enough followers. Speaking of tell your friends, friends Uh, in addition, (laughs) go follow. Don't skip this one on Instagram or Twitter. Um, Just Instagram. Yeah, I forgot. Actually, that's X now. I think I think it's still Twitter, but it's just a different logo. No, it's X. It's full on changed the name. I... But no, but when you log in, because every now and again I'll log in, and it still says like Twitter up when you log in nope. and stuff. Nope, I just checked my app screen. My really? App screen says X. No, 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 no. The app screen says X, but when you open it up and go into the actual app, this is why you probably shouldn't follow us on there because we don't even know for sure. Um, because I haven't logged in. It's still twitter.com when you do it. Well, it, it'll redirect from twitter.com, of course. No, but like it, it doesn't redirect. Like usually it'll, you type it in and then it redirects to what it's supposed to be. It says twitter.com. It just has the hey, X Brady? logo, which is stupid. Hey, can I go on? Yeah, keep going. Okay. Sorry. Um, subscribe on Dumb your favorite ass. podcast listening platform. Literally any one of them. Uh, we don't have to argue about their names. So let's keep on going. Spotify premium. We'll play the full song instead of just the clip. So if you want to, if you got premium and you want to do that, that that's cool. And then um, leave a review on also any of the podcast listening platforms that let you uh, give, us, give us a star, give us a star rating give us a star, of a five, a thumb, a, a follow, thumbs follow, up, follow us. One of these, if you see us on the street, follow us um, to our house. Every episode, no, wait, that's weird. And every episode also has a playlist on my Spotify profile. If you search uh, Zach Fisher, mine's the one with the logo on it. And the rest are a bunch of imposters who stole my name. And I will be hunting them down shortly um, to murder them. All right. Um, also, tell literally anybody you know. Um, I, I wrote in my notes, friends, but just coworkers. Loved ones, anybody. Hated ones, you know. People you hate. Acquaintances acquaintances, that guy that you met at the bar at 3 a.m. Tell your bank teller. Your bank teller. Um you'll go to a bank in person. Like a psychopath. Like a psychopath. (laughs) What are you doing planning on robbing that? Because that's the only reason you go into a bank anymore. Caitlin, do you have anything to shout out as our guest? Um, yes. So my husband's more of a music nerd than I am, and he is in a band, The Slick Daddies. So check them out. I believe it's Slick Daddies Music on Instagram, and you can search Slick Daddies on Spotify as well. Oh, nice. We got to do an episode with him. So. Ooh, that'd be good. We got to yeah, do they... like a reggae rock episode because that's yeah. his thing. Yeah. So, so what? I know this, but I'm, I'm. I'm leading in so you can answer. Oh, uh, what ahead. what kind of what kind of music do they play? Uh, reggae and surf rock, essentially, is how they oh, describe nice. it. They, um, Sublime is a big influence, as well as let's see, slightly stupid. Um, those are I that's a reggae group. So yeah, so those are probably reggae. two big influences that I know about and have listened to a lot because of him. So, well, nice. Well. Treat. definitely go check go check it out i've i've seen them live they're really good live they're it's mm-hmm. they, they they all they have a really good presence and am i they'll be at am, the utah county state fair soon so 
go check that out. Utah County State Fair, go check out the Slick Daddies. Correct me if I'm wrong. Do they sometimes all switch instruments on each other too? Yeah, because um, that's pretty um, reggae. Like uh, a lot of reggae groups will switch instruments or like different people will sing uh, from what I understand. And so they will switch up who's singing based off of who wrote the song a lot of times. And so then they'll switch instruments according to like if the bass player is singing, then someone will fill in on bass. You know, I was going to say I was gonna, when I watched I like because isn't isn't well mainly on bass but i've seen him like jump behind the he drums has bass and... and vocals um the drummer is the only one who hasn't sung really? anything yet they have been trying to convince him because he's actually one of the strongest strongest singers in the group um but he so the drummer never switches he's always on drums but everyone else kind of switches around maybe it wasn't drums it was singing and i think i saw a good did he i think he might have played some guitar i just remember seeing some rotation being like this is weird I've, i you don't see that a lot mm-hmm. yeah yeah well go check them out go follow us uh and let's let's move right on move right on along to our next song do you guys have any idea where this next one's gonna go um i dumped everything that was in my brain and um to talk about the um following us so no. that's that's what i was hoping for caitlin do you have any guesses no okay well let's jump right in we've been on the run driving in the sun looking out for number one california here we come right back where we started from Hustles, grab your guns, your shadow weighs a ton Driving down the... And that was California by the Phantom Planet. Do you guys have any guesses? I, okay, I have Caitlin, a guess. Let's go. Okay, what's your oh. guess? Okay, so back to the SNL short that we just talked about. Yep. It is actually based off of a scene from the OC. Um, and the OC is set in Southern California. So California, that's the connection. I think that I, I you're you're on the right track. Hey, hey, cheater! Can you no, tell us? Okay, how what the <laughs> it's not is? cheating. I said don't look up the songs besides the lyrics. I didn't look up the song. I didn't look up. I was on Genius.com and I accidentally clicked the bridge, and it specifically said that what well, the fact that Caitlin just said they didn't. Uh, I connected the rest, which is um. There's even more specifically, Kaylin, this song is the theme for the OC, the show. This song is the theme for the OC. And uh, like Kaylin said, that hide and seek bit, it got it was it got big because the shooting, there was a scene where that bridge played where Misha Barton, I think, is the character. I don't I just remember the actress. That's the actress's name. I never watched the OC. I never watched the OC. I did watch the clip because I was like, oh, this is based on something. So I wanted to watch it. Like she shoots somebody and the way that they fall in the skit where like they're constantly falling and it like repeats over and over that happened in the show as she shot him playing that song. Um, I just want to let you know how my brain does not work because um, before you even played this song back on the last song I googled OC theme song because I was like maybe and then I didn't even remember what the words were so I didn't connect it when <laughs> you, you didn't connect. It. <laughs> okay 
So even if you are cheating, you don't remember that you're cheating. So it's fine. I wasn't trying to cheat. I was just like, oh, the OC. And then I just went down a rabbit hole over yeah. here. I'm, yeah, no, so, so I Calif- am now try getting to a different lyric site, so I will not be clicking any more things and ruining Brady's fun. Just, just search California Phantom Planet. It says on genius.com, also, it says that that's the OC theme song, like that's how it's named. But, um, I did actually know that before, before, yeah, so no, and and that, that, like. That one was a a connection that I knew was gonna be kind of there, and I I purposefully didn't go down the track of letting you know where that SNL skit came from. But I love this song. This song is on my summer playlist over and over and over again. Um, it's like it, there's not a lot lyrically to it, but like I I I love that beginning bit, the the piano keyboard bit to the song um what did what did you guys think about the song um it's a good driving song and i think that's kind of the point like it's about driving and it feels like a driving in your car in the summer like on the highway kind yes. of song so zach being from california how do you feel about this song it's a good song it's great okay. it's about california it talks about the 101 which is a great drive mm-hmm. um especially uh, in the correct Correct me if I'm wrong. Is the the 101 is the Pacific Coast Highway, right? Uh, it is not. Uh, is it not? Is Pacific Coast Highway is one. Is one. Yeah, it's highway number one. So that one that one's easy to remember. Um, but 101 and the one are like, is you know, I don't know if people outside of California know this, but like, certain highways and freeways will basically be the same for a while. So. The one and 101 are like the same freeway for a stretch in between like I want to say Ventura and Santa Barbara and then they split or something like that. But anytime you want to get closer to the beach, you go to the go off the one exit. 101 takes you from like Los Angeles, I think, all the way to Tijuana, probably or something like no. It starts in Los Angeles and goes north. Oh, did you want to know that? Tijuana South. Not sure if you knew that one. Tijuana, I didn't actually, well I didn't I didn't realize that it starts in Tijuana is actually in Mexico so I understand but I, I didn't realize that it, it started in LA I, I thought it might have gone San Diego all the way up uh, but it goes to goes to Oakland which is a tie to our second song Telegraph Avenue oh, you know. I'm just gonna double check that that is in fact you're looking at the 101 map on on i think you're right i think the one is the one that's north south that's closer to the beach and 101 is further inland no sorry i know that that's true but i i'm not sure how where it starts yeah i don't know if i know that as well as i thought i did but yeah what you guys did you have any other thoughts on the song while zach uh looks at a map uh, I think the your shadow weighs a ton lyric is pretty cool as well. I mean, any like lyric that like is visual or metaphorical. And I think that one's kind of cool to just like I, she's carrying the weight of someone else by saying like your shadow weighs a ton. Yeah, I see. I I like that. I, I, I go back to what your original one was, is the driving down the 101 California. Here we come. I think that's my favorite lyric with that that piano keyboardish thing in the background again i don't know i don't do any real research 
Uh, I just oh. I know I know how some of these songs connect to another. That's that's all I've of the research I've done. So um, hopefully this doesn't somehow relate to the next song you have. I forgot to ask before doing research, but um, no, it goes all the way to Washington 101. Well, crap. So it goes from Washington. It goes through San Francisco Bay, and then um, it starts in Los Angeles. I did have that right. It does start. Well, my next song was your next Interstate Five. It's just that it was just I. It was just what I really wanted to do was just a life is a highway. Life is a highway and Route sixty six. Yeah. To be fair, that and Highway twenty ride. There we go. Those are all the highway songs I know. Um, it does remind me of Highway to Hell. S- further SNL connections. Um, I love that they're talking about California and they talk about roads because because of the Californians. Like, the Californians when they the joke is that they're always describing how they get somewhere, which That's I find it. offensive as a Californian. But but do you it do that? Kind of funny was, um. You hate to, I use Google. I grew up in an era with Google Maps, but you notice it with people who were. Hey, Zach, you than... just you just did it to us a minute ago. No, I didn't. Where you described describe... the you did. You said the no. one is the Pacific Coast Highway and then the one and then you drive up and it, it connects in. No, in but the joke. Ventura. The, no, no, see, the joke in the Californians is that they're saying, oh, I'm going to go somewhere. And then they describe the roads that they're going to use to go. And then a different Californian is like, oh, I would use these roads, which is something that I've noticed people older than me do all the time when they're like, oh, I'm going to go up to Ventura. Oh, really? Oh, I'm going to use the five. And then somebody else is like, don't use the five. That goes through LA. You got to use this and you got to go off of whatever boulevard. And I'm always like, I plug it into Google Maps and whatever way is fastest. And saying the and the interstate number is very culturally Californian as well. The five. From what I understand. Yeah, the five, the, the 101. 101. Yeah. How much Mainly because there? there's way more free. There's just so many more freeways in Whoops. your area than there are other areas we just yeah. say the freeway because we only have one yeah no one's ever like get on the 75 yeah what's get it, on the what's it, get on the 15 what's it like just being surrounded by cornfields anyways Cor- you live the here there's the no country, cornfields out in, the, out in the middle of the country where there's you, nobody and you moved away from utah there. like what three years ago <laughs> you, you lived here forever you you know that there's no cornfields where we are it was a funny joke to me. <laughs> it was a funny joke to me. <laughs> what were we talking about? Um, we're talking California about by the California. Carolina? But no, I I really like this song. This song is on my um, summer playlist. And I was like, oh man, there's I could put this one on there. That's going to be good. Kaylin, um, had you heard this song before? I already don't remember if you said that, but did I don't you think, already know this one? I don't think so. It sounds like familiar because I've listened to similar music, but I don't think I've heard this one specifically. I actually don't know if I had heard it a lot. And it, it like played, I may have heard it before this, but I remember, I do actually have a particular memory of when I moved back to California, this came on the radio. And it, like, I associate that memory with this song now because it was like such a good feeling because I, um, 
I don't think I've said this on. I tried to leave Utah for so long. I went there for school and then immediately went, I have, I want to go back. I made a mistake. And uh, it took way too long for reasons we don't need to get into because they're long and um, complicated. But um, when I finally moved back, I heard this song about like California, here we come. I think it must have been like moving day. That's why it like stuck out to me. It just like happened to come on the radio. One, and it just, you just, I was like, I, I think it was specifically, I was like, oh, I should listen to the station that I like grew up listening to 98.7. And it was, and then California came on. And it was like just this wonderful moment everything coming together so that's what makes that's what this song makes me think that's pretty awesome well should we move on to our next song let's do it let's do it yeah is it by the butthole surfers or something (laughs) i just uh before that's a band just so everyone knows that is a band but every time i hear their name i think this is a funny band name whoever thought (laughs) of this was a child and also uh trying to get me to like their band because i want to listen to their stuff because that is a very funny band name okay let's do this if it's a summer day with not a cloud in sight then tell me why it feels like it might rain was summer day i don't know why i said it like that that was summer day by coconut records i felt weird saying it um to the both of you sound weird it sounded weird to me maybe it's in my head uh (laughs) do you know how this connects to california by the phantom planet don't worry kaylin i totally got this um okay did did the lead singer of phantom planet go to a high school with the lead singer of i have no idea you're you're kind of on the right track actually you can't you can't do people went to high school together just to clarify that's okay too it, much it's not it's not high, it's not it's not it's not high school it's not okay that. but you're on the right track with with kind of that line of thinking hmm. caitlin any idea without googling are you googling right now um no <laughs> nothing that's helping me so um okay. my my guess was that possibly the song was used in a movie or a tv show that would connect it to an actor in the oc but i don't know who that was just my hunch that would be a good connection if there were to be a connection that would be a good connection this is actually from the spider-man 3 soundtrack that's not what the connection is but Mm -hmm. if that's what is that what you're looking it was the spider-man 3 this was on that soundtrack and i remember listening to that soundtrack Really great soundtrack, and I love this one, and I put it on my summer playlist. So the connection is it's on my summer playlist. Both of them. I was gonna say that, that too, I'm kidding. but I that's, felt that's, like that's, that was that's, dumb. That's, that's okay. not what it is. I was I'm okay. kidding everyone. But if you want my summer playlist, uh, hit me up. I'll send it over to you. So the drummer from Phantom Planet and the singer from Coconut Records is Jason Schwartzman. The actor. Same person. It's it's the same person. So the drummer from Phantom Planet is Jason Schwartzman, the guy who's in every Wes Anderson movie. Oh, wait a second. I just really, yeah, Jason Schwartzman? Jason Schwartzman, the actor from. Two different bands? So he was the drummer in Phantom Planet, and then he did 
Coconut Records. Where so if you click on Coconut Records on Spotify, it's just a picture of Jason Schwartzman. So it is his solo project. He was a musician. Interesting. Um, like I think he was musician. He and so I didn't. This is where this playlist stemmed stemmed from. I was. I was listening to. Um, I think I. I think the connection was first hide and seek in California. I was like, okay, I know that. Or maybe, no, it wasn't even that. I, I, somehow I was looking at Phantom Planet. Yeah. Um, like I was playing on my computer and like, you know how on Spotify on the side now, when, if it's, if you're using the desktop app, it'll show like facts about the, the band on the side. Like it said yeah. something like, you know, and actor Jason Schwartzman. I was like, wait, oh, what? Yeah. And then looked into it and saw he was the drummer. And then I, I was like, that's, that's crazy. And so then I went on Wikipedia and looked it up because I was like, oh, this is nuts. Oh, um, and then looked it up and saw he was the drummer. Actually, no, it was a, it was a TikTok reel because I'm an adult. I watch reels uh, that I saw Stop where, saying some, that, <laughs> where somebody, someone posted another Coconut Records song. It's like, did you guys know that Jason Schwartzman also wrote this uh, jam of, of our of our childhood. And it was another cool indie song that I've heard um, in like the 2008. And then I looked it up and saw he was also a drummer for Phantom Planet. And I was like, Oh, that is a really cool connection that they're not going to figure out, but it's a really cool connection that he has his own like solo project. I didn't know about, but then on top of it, he's a drummer for Phantom Planet. That's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, I love Jason Schwarzman in, um, Scott Pilgrim, yeah. Who is he specifically? I don't. But I remember he's, he's the he's the vil, he's like the like final main villain, right? He's the final X. Yes, he's. That's probably one of my favorite. Wow, that's one of my favorite films. But um, do we guys want to know of another just fun fact about this song in general? Sure. So I and I said it before that this song was on the Spider Man Three soundtrack, right? Yeah. Do you know who the voice is of the women woman singing? I don't it's know. Keir, it's Kirsten Dunst. Really? You know, MJ from the first Spider-Man. The first one. But yeah, so and I listened to both of these songs all summer long. From May to September, because summer is longer to me. Um from May to September. I listened to both these songs on repeat and then realizing that connection was one of the coolest things I think I found. I was like in shock. It had come up. It was like six 30 in the morning. When I realized this, I was downstairs hanging out with Marley while like she had just woken up and I was just like playing music or I was like watching, like I was saying, I was just on Instagram and that, that fact came up and it blew my mind. And I was like, Oh, this is a good one. And this was, um, this was a six degrees playlist that came together in about 15, 20 minutes. And I, I was telling Zach this, that like, I've got two others that I had been working on and there was one that originally I was going to do and it just didn't feel right. I've been working on it for like weeks and it just, there was a couple of songs where the connections did feel too stretched. Like where I was like, Oh yeah, this guy went to high school with this guy. It's like, that felt too much of a stretch. I couldn't make it feel good but this one all came together within seconds i was like okay i'm going with this one but yeah um 
What did you guys think of the song itself? Uh, I liked it. I, I haven't heard this one before, actually. So um, it was a good little tune. What about you, Kaylin? It's good. It's cute. Yeah, it's a, a cute little song. Like, there's yeah, not a good word for it. Cute. There's not a, not a lot of lyrics to it. You know, it's just I I, I like the the rain on me, um, where it repeats itself over and over. I think that's my favorite part. What did you guys say? Like, Do you have any favorite parts? It's like very reminiscent of the time that it came out too, because around the time of spider-man 3 was when there was a lot of this like cute indie like mm-hmm. song like singer songwriter stuff coming out so yeah that's true um, a lot of ukulele used in songs <laughs> and duets like this like i yes. feel like yeah. i can think of a lot that's of other true. ones but i like that can't think of titles coming to mind but well like, like the, you have like you know the she and him like with zoe de chanel and yeah um what is yeah. the what, 500 is, days of summer is that 500 days what's that movie yeah it's 500 days of yeah summer. that's a, mm-hmm. 500 that's i've never actually seen the movie but it does wasn't, feel very 500 days of summer the song yeah well yeah. a lot of ukulele playing at this point yeah it was quirky yeah very um what is Thanks. it manic pi- manic pixie dream girl just day you know that mm-hmm. that kind of vibe that's we're going with that vibe um yeah, I liked it. I I think um, I kind of just enjoyed the part where they're just like saying nonsense. Actually, I kind of really enjoyed. Listening yeah, to it. it's pretty fun. It's a fun song. I really like it. Um, again, um, uh, did you guys? Sorry, my brain went here because we talked about MJ. Um, did you guys see across the Spider Verse? Not yet. I I know. I it's did you been crazy. It, yeah, I did. And speaking of Jason Schwartzman, I think that's what he plays a character in that movie. So he there's does? another Spider-Man. He plays Spot. I was looking oh, up what yeah. movies he was in. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. The likes. So good. That I yeah. I did enjoy that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I I need to. There's a couple I need to watch that are up there. It's just it's been a little hard. So I got, yeah, you know, a Barbenheimer, and. I, I know it's probably not great, but I want to see the new Indiana Jones. Like, I want to see Haunted Mansion. You know, stuff like that. But yeah, should we move on to the next song? Do you guys have anything else you want to say about uh, Coconut Records or Summer Day? Mm, I'm not. Nope. Right. Okay. You guys ready for the next one? Let's do it. Let's do it. Chimney, chim, chimney, chim, chim, cherry. A sweep is as lucky as lucky can be. Chim, chimney, chim, chimney, chim, chim, cheru. Good luck will rub off when I shake hands with you. Or blow me a kiss. And that's lucky too. Now, what? That was Chim, chim, cherry from Mary Poppins with Dick Van Dyke and Julie Andrews. So, like I said at the, I think I, I don't know if I said this at the beginning, but I said it to both of you individually that I wanted to make sure that there was, there was, uh, songs for both of you. Songs I knew that was Zach Jason like. Schwartzman and Mary Poppins or okay. not. So Zach, what's, what's the connection? I don't know. Was he in Mary Poppins or not? 
he was not. He in Mary, let me Google it. He was not Mary Poppins. Caitlin, can you tell us what the connection between the two songs is? Yeah, uh, Jason Schwartzman was in Saving Mr. Banks, which is like about Walt Disney making Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. and he plays one of the Sherman brothers, right? He plays one of the Sherman brothers. He plays oh. uh, he plays Dick Sherman, I believe. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. the Sherman brothers do this song? Yeah, the Sherman this? the Sherman brothers wrote all the music for Mary Poppins. All right. of it. Okay. I knew that he was in something Mary Poppins related. But he would Brady wouldn't let me Google it. I that's the you can't Google stuff. Okay. Sorry, I like half cheated because I did Google Jason Schwartzman to remind myself what he looks like. So I did see what movies he was in. That was before you played this song. That was just when you told me when you said Jason Schwartzman, because I couldn't picture him in my head. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and you know, because Caitlin and I were both uh co-presidents of the Disney Club at one point, we both worked we both worked in Fantasyland uh at the same time. Not like we both did the college program and then we worked as co- campus reps, and then we both worked at Fantasyland in uh Magic Kingdom in Florida at the same time. So you were doing your college program and then I would come back seasonally because I could just work. Um, and so we both worked in Fantasyland, and I knew I had to get a Disney song in here because, you know, if if Caitlin was going to be on a, technically this is two if you count Star Wars as Disney property. Yes, so. technically this that. is two. I, he, I think he's that. overreaching. Like, well, one was enough. Yeah, exactly. you know what? <laughs> but but in my defense, Zach, besides the actual disney episode that i did yeah no zach has has you, put on more disney songs than i have you did a on whole the episode of just disney as i just you, that counts for the rest of time mm-hmm. i can put i can put as many disney songs as i want on here because you did a whole episode i let you do a whole episode about disney yeah i know you did thank you so much for that but you know i it connects and i it's a fun way to make it connect and our guest likes disney so why not zach are you really arguing. gonna I are you really gonna are you really gonna i don't make i don't know why i'm under fire terrible because of this i know i'm just i was just pointing out that the you keep saying like i put on more disney other than the playlist i'm like all right stop doing that because the playlist outweighs any disney songs that i've put on <laughs> that's fair but yeah no um I really I I like the song. I almost put on Feed the Birds, but then I realized that we had done that in the Disney playlist one and this was another good one. Uh but yeah. What's what's your guys' thoughts on the song? And keep it nice, Zach. We have a guest. I t- <laughs> I don't hate Disney. I don't I don't understand. You just hate you Disney. just hate me. Yeah. He hates happiness. No, not true. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just hate Brady. That's the only thing. That's and that that's the that's the big thing about me. And that's the thing that you don't like as much as I do. So it's like, well, I have to hate it then because I hate Brady. Yeah. Help us from spiraling. Okay. Um well, I don't know. It's a good song. Mary Poppins is a good movie. So I don't know yeah. if I have like a favorite lyric or anything. It's just like nostalgic because it reminds me of the movie. Do you have good memories of like listening to the song severally or like the movie or anything? Mm, no, I feel like 
I listen to other songs from the movie more than this one. Like I'll listen to like Feed the Birds or um, Let's Go Fly a Kite. I like listening to that one a lot, but not this one as much. As a Disney nerd that I don't hate, um, is Mary Poppins like really high up there for you on the list of like Disney movies or is it? Not really, um, but I feel like my taste is not is different and it's not necessarily like classically Disney, but like I recognize the influence that Mary Poppins had to like the legacy of the films that have come out since then. Like I feel like Snow White and Mary Poppins are like really integral parts of the history. So like I recognize it for that, but it's not like one that I like feel the need to go watch all of the time. Like it's not a personal favorite. That's a really interesting and fun fact. And I'm glad that um I'm glad that you shared that. Brady's upset because I don't give him compliments after he shares fun facts about Disney. No, you don't. I was more I was waiting to see what mean thing you're gonna say to me next. I thought you're gonna be like, hey, and fuck face, what do you like about it? Hey dipshit. Hey a dumbass. Hey, um give, give us your opinion on your give song us your opinion you on this some stupid, stupid thing. Uh no, I I really like this song. I I think my favorite part is the when it like kind of slows down a little bit right before um both right before like right when Julie Andrews sings at the very end and the up where the smoke is all billowed and crawled tween payment and stars of the chimney sweep world. Like I I really like that. A uh, fun fact, not really a fun fact. It's not a fact about the song. But a memory I have to the song is so in high school, do you guys remember a scene it where there was like all the different scene it's um and yeah. there's the Disney scene it. I found an incorrect card on Disney scene it where the question was like what song what song features uh, a bunch of dancing chimney sweeps and the answer was chim chimney or chim chim cherry i was like it's not it's step in time, step in time. and like people like you're right this is wrong and i kept the card to be like hey look you got it wrong i got it right hire me uh but yeah i don't know how that, that was- would work that was but, I, that was the nerdiest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I know. Um, but no, I really I like the song. I, I I to me I do like Mary Poppins. It's it's higher up on my my list than maybe it is for Caitlin. Um, I think because there is so much that goes along with it, and I I love I love Julie Andrews. She's great. Yeah, I was gonna say she is a national treasure. She um, is a national treasure. Um, hey Zach, what's your favorite part about the song? Uh, it's actually this, wait, uh, Caitlin. Can, Caitlin, can you ask him so he'll give us a give a, a an honest? I was gonna give that? an honest answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same as yours, actually. It was the up where the smoke is built, billeted and curled between pavement and stars and the chimney sweep world. Um, I love that moment in the song. When mm-hmm. it's singing. They they do a really cool shot of the nice guy. Um, but as, one of my mom's like favorite movies is Mary you, so I is that movies about it? Then this is in all seriousness. Do you, so because it's one of your mom's favorite, is it kind of up there on some of your favorite one of your favorite Disney movies? Like, is it it's up there or is it just you know is it just it's a, up there? Yeah, it's not uh, not as high know. as some others. I don't rank Disney movies, so I don't know. Okay, that's fair. No, I'm just fair kidding. enough. Um, no, it's not like my favorite Disney movie ever, but uh, it is it like, I guess I think of it fondly because it's like my mom's favorite. Yeah. It, so it's not, not like I go and rewatch it 
ever. I don't think I've ever rewatched it unless my niece or nephew wanted to watch it. But um, um, yeah. See, that is what I'm most excited for. Because right now, Marley's in the stage where, like, you know, and again, you do, like, I, I'm going to preface this with, if you're a parent, you do whatever feels best for you. As long as it's not like, like you're beating your kid. But you do you. Like, I'm not going to tell you what to do. The bar um, is so low. <laughs> well, no, no. But I, I mean, like, because there's lots of different ways to parent people, like parent kids. And, like, so we've done, McKenna and I have, like, looked into it and, like, you know, we're trying not to let Marley, like, watch, like, TV and movies and stuff until she's two. And then after two, it's whatever. But, like, you know, and I, I just preface it with, like, if you if you do it before, I don't care. Like, you do you. I'm, this isn't, this isn't a, a parent podcast. But what I am excited for is to be able to, um, to like, sit down and like just start watching Disney movies with her. Like as a dad, like I, I am very excited about that. Like I could get teary eyed thinking about it because I'm just so excited. Cause like it, you know, listeners, if you're out there and you didn't know, I don't know how you would have missed the fact that I'm a Disney nerd, but like, I love the movies and everything. And I'm excited to like start sharing that with my daughter. So, yeah. Um, do you guys have anything else you'd like to say about this song? I wanted to cut off before Zach made fun of me about something else. <laughs> I was just gonna point out that earlier in the episode you talked about how you and Kaylin were co-presidents of the Disney Club at BYU. <laughs> so it's not even like they had to listen to other episodes. Like this you episode. Just, you just couldn't like tune in. You can't be like, you know what? I want to listen to this episode. I want to start in the middle. Like, you know what? Let's okay. go. With I guess, Jack yeah. Sparrow. If someone started in the middle of the episode, they were like, I want to skip to where they start talking about Chim Chimery, Chim Chim, whatever. I can't talk. Um that's fair if someone skipped then you did need to clarify you're a giant huge disney nerd well should we move on to the next song go for it zach's gonna hate me and that was beauty and the beast from beauty and the beast sung by angela lansbury now this one is gonna be a little bit tougher uh it's not just oh they're both disney movies or that was gonna be my guess you took my guess okay sorry ignore that it could be that they're both disney movies zach what's your guess is it they're they're both produced by the the production company (laughs) disney Walt. Walt. that is incorrect caitlin do you happen to know what this is okay so i do know that angela lansbury shows up as like a cameo in Mary Poppins Returns. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if she was in the original. I don't, I can't think of her role. I just know for sure that Angela Lansbury is in Mary Poppins Returns. That is correct. That is not what it is. Oh, that's not your connection? That's not the connection. Huh. The connection was, is... I have another guess. Was okay, Jason was it... Schwartzman <laughs> was just... in the live action <laughs> with Ludwig Gorenson? Gorenson? What did Ludwig also help with the? All right, what is what's the connection? Explain. So the connection is is that Angela Lansbury was actually one of the front runners to play Mary Poppins before Julie Andrews. Like it, she was like mm. high up in the like as they were like casting it 
when they thought they couldn't get Julie Andrews, she was high up in the ranking of like, okay, let's get Angela Lansbury. Now, and Kim, then, did you know that fact before Brady just said it? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, I was curious. So yeah, that's that was the connection. But like, the there was also this one had multiple connections, but that was the main connection. But like Caitlin said, uh, she does show up as that cameo at the very end of Mary Poppins Returns, the second one, um, and the third connection. Um, from what, and again, little to no research. I don't know. Um, Kevin could correct me if I'm wrong on this one. I needed to contractually mention him and I was getting worried right at the very end. I usually get it done right at the beginning. Uh, but I believe chimp, there was no full length animated feature or not animated full length features that were nominated for best picture between Chim or between Mary Poppins and Beauty Beast of it, Mary Poppins. And then there was nothing nominated for best picture until Beauty and the Beast. And then it was a couple years after Beauty and the Beast is when they, they added the best animated, but Beauty and the Beast was nominated for a Academy award uh, for best picture. So that's another just little fun fact about it. Um, And then uh, fourth fun fact is that Beauty and the Beast is, I think, my favorite movie of all. Not I think. It's my favorite movie of all time. Like, just it's not even a shadow of a doubt. Like, it is my favorite movie of all time. And kind of going back to what we were talking about before with, like, my daughter and watching movies. Like, I've already decided that this is the first movie I'm going to watch with her. I will cry the whole time. As you should. As I should. I I could tear up right now thinking about me hanging out with my daughter and watching Disney movies, specifically Beauty and the Beast. I'm doing it right now. Okay. Uh, but yeah. So <laughs> fun. What'd you say? What'd uh-huh. you say? I said I'll keep my comments to myself. Yeah. You don't want Marley to hear this later and think, uh, Uncle Zach's kind of mean to Dad. I think by the time she's able to hear and understand and also download and listen to these podcasts, she's going to have gathered that I'm kind of mean to you. She, she won't need to listen to a podcast. She will, she'll have figured that one out already. She'll just be like, oh yeah, he's kind of mean to you. I'm like, yeah, no, but I'm mean to him too. So it's fine. We're like Schmidt and Nick. And she's like, I don't know what that means. It's like, no, okay. Then we'll watch a new girl next. Yeah. She's having these full-on conversations as a two-year-old, by the way. I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's all yeah. coming together now. You're going to show your two-year-old new girl? Yeah. And she's going to get the jokes immediately. And she's going to get the jokes immediately. And she's going to have these full conversations with me on her second birthday. Um, anyway, uh, Zach, let's start with you. What do you think about this song? Good song. Uh, yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, um, Angela Lansbury has a very good voice. I enjoy uh, listening to um, her singing. Um, I think I think it's my sister's. Growing up, it was my sister's favorite Disney movie. That's how I'll phrase it because I don't know if it still is, but I remember uh, that was like one of her favorites. So we watched Beauty and the Beast a lot. Yeah, and what's what's your thoughts on it, on the um, song in general? It's good. I don't know, it's like it's pretty simple, but it's also really well written. Like it's just a timeless love song. 
Yeah. Uh, I think it's really cool. And like I had heard um, this rumor, but then I just looked it up on Wikipedia. Um, but there's, there's, you know, sources, so it's fine. Uh, but this was essentially one take. Like um, she took, she sung it uh, start to finish one time and then uh, the producer said that they kind of went back and like had to pick up just a couple of things like here and there, but essentially it was one take all the way through, which is super impressive. Like you don't get a lot of these like one take where it's like an amazing song like that. Like I could, I can't think of very many. I can think of two maybe that I know that were like one takes and we've talked about them on this podcast. Uh, yeah, I know of a few rap songs that are like one takes, but that's about it. Yeah. 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 Well, um, just like, just like when we filmed vines, it was, it was one take. One take. And we're like, we should do that again. And we're like, we've already gone to a new place. This is good enough. Looking back, we really should. There's a couple that I wish we would have tried to just a little bit harder. Um, it could have been so much better. Yeah, that's fair. R.I.P. Vine and Twitter, I guess now. So, yeah, they're called they're called Zeets now, not tweets. Uh, like Zeets, like with the the X sound. It's X instead of. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like it's it's not like a Z. It's like a Zeet. It's that, that weird. A, yes, I guess technically. Is that a joke or is that? For... Uh, I'm not sure, but I did hear it. Um, and I couldn't tell if they were joking or not. The tweet button says post now. Like it says post. Yeah, and repost, not retweet. Elon just messing stuff up. I think it's hard over there. I I thought I heard he was leaving. I I guess he's not. No, that's why he went with X because he loves the letter X. He hate him so much. Yeah. Um. Um, Anyway, going back, uh, what would you say your favorite part of the song is? Hmm. I legitimately forgot to think about that. Caitlin, could you talk about your um Yeah, there's, well, there's kind of two that I really like. So there's the bittersweet and strange, finding you can change, learning you were wrong. Um, And I just kind of like the idea of, you know, being humble and changing. And then also the um, one, let's see, this one kind of stuck out to me this time where it says like ever just the same, and ever a surprise, which is like that kind of that like paradoxical idea of like you could know someone and like be in love with someone, but they still like surprise you and you're still constantly like learning and growing throughout your life, you know? So it's kind of cool to put those two lyrics together because I think and, it does kind of show what love is like. And and also kind of going along with that, the finding you can change learning you are wrong. Cause I think there's a lot of times too, like, you know, in relationships or even just like I don't know, Caitlin, if you've seen this, but like, just like sometimes, it's like, just like there's little, you get in like little arguments about stuff, and you're like, oh man, like, I, I was wrong on that one. That one was that one was me. And like, it's not because I think a lot of times in like, in like love songs and stuff, it's always like in something like this, it's the fact that like they've learned to change, and now I love them. But it's like in this, it's like, oh, I've learned to change, and that's why like. And like we both are learning, like we both are like growing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's why I said like it feels pretty timeless because I think it 
like truly encapsulates what love is where you know like rather than being like um surface level or like twitter pated type love you know like it's pretty like deep and that's what makes it timeless even though the words seem really simple yeah it's kind of cool i i think my favorite part is probably from uh the very first line the tale is old as time all the way down to uh yeah it's past your bedtime good night love like that i don't know i would say about two minutes and 46 seconds worth of song is probably my favorite part you're such a giant disney nerd and to think that you thought other people wouldn't (laughs) know that is hilarious to me like i still can't get over that well you know what I don't. I was going to say, I, I do a pretty good job of hiding it. I don't. But I do a really good job at, like, at keeping my cool with it when I meet new people. Uh, Zach, what's your favorite part? Um, so, the... I'm oh, sorry. I'm legitimately trying to count. I don't know. It's it's not quite the last uh, time she repeats uh, the chorus. Um, I think it's the second time a second to last time she repeats the chorus um the music kind of swells and it um and her voice goes and there's a a bit of a um there's not a key change but um like it they do it a little different that time and it's a really good musical moment and it it's not full body shivers like some songs, but it's always like a really good, like, oh, so satisfying when she like lands um, Beauty and the Beast on that particular time. So yeah, it's it's a great song. And uh, last, you know, well, not last question, but like. It's a great song f- about Stockholm Syndrome too. <laughs> Follow up question. <laughs> Follow up question with, uh, I know we asked it with Mary Poppins, but where would you guys say Beauty and the Beast ranks in, in your like is it is it one of your favorites is it just like a a good movie not a you know in movies about um about a woman slowly experiencing stockholm syndrome um and then um and then having like a full psychotic episode where a bunch of uh utensils and and random household shit is talking to her pretty high up there the next vinyl i'm making you buy is gonna be beauty and the beast (laughs) <laughs> uh Kayla, Kaylin, I um where do you rank this? Um pretty high. Like probably close to top 10, top 25 at least. Um for Disney movies. Um all time. No, I just meant I just meant Disney five. movies. I just meant okay. Disney movies. Disney movies. Yeah. Like me it's top movie all time, well, but like You know like all 90s kids they either have Belle as their favorite princess or Ariel, and I'm an Ariel girl. Yeah. So, Little Mermaid's like number one, but this is this is pretty up there. Yeah. No. And um, um what what are y'all's opinions about? Why did I say y'all? Y'all just came out of me. <laughs> hey, y'all. What's your opinions on? Hey, what's what's y'all think about the um the live action? The remake that came out i don't even remember how long. what um the only good thing that came out of that was josh groban's evermore i love that song but everything else um that is actually meh. the 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 remakes are just are not good and like me the problem with the like 
all of the live action, like most of the live actions, I do not like. Yeah. I'll, I I like this one just because it's Beauty and the Beast, and I I just because, but like every time I watch it, I will like, I will verbally say what's wrong with it as it's going. Like, nope, they did that wrong. Nope, uh, Philippe is a, is is not a white horse. Get that shit out of here. Uh, you know, just stupid stuff that I get mad about because mm. it's my favorite movie. You have a time. problem with the them changing the color of certain characters in the remakes? Okay, okay, <laughs> wow. that's not what I said. That is not, wow. that is not what I said at all. Jeez, baby, trying to get us canceled. Oh, no, that's not what I said. Trying to get us canceled this many episodes in. Before we even got famous, you trying to cancel us. That's not what I was saying. It was a horse. I was just saying. You're saying that you prefer white horses. I get. We get what you're saying. No, I prefer the brown horse. (laughs) I, whatever. I forgot what fact you said was wrong anyways. Okay. Um. I'm scared to talk. I no, you're fine. I I just was clapping that back at you. I thought it was a funny joke to make. It's oh funny. no, I understand that. Funny. But Zach's leaving this in. I'm gonna get somehow. I don't know. You're not by gonna. Some... You're fine. Um. Hey, I. All nine of you. It's a joke. I legitimately lost count. Is that was that eight or no? That was eight. That okay. was all of okay. it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> audience at home, but Zach forgot to check during the song. So yes, I had so, to check that that was eight. So that is that is all of them. Where was is that where you thought it would go? No. Were, were any of them like because most of them At the were gonna start be of this journey? I didn't think that we would have three Disney properties to talk about. Well, I guess if we're gonna talk about it, four really. Jack Sparrow was a Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I, I just did not think now. that we were gonna do four and, properties. Oh, and and Spider Man, the summer day comes from Spider Man Three, which is now owned. Jeez, they own everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but but like, what what was the song? Was there like a a song pairing that you saw coming? Was there any that you're like, oh, that makes sense? Like before it happened. I guess for you, Zach, it was that Mandalorian to, to Gambino. You knew where. Yeah, it was going I almost with that. made it. I, um, yeah, I will let because I'm bad at editing. I will probably not leave it in, but I was very proud that I heard like the uh, half a second. I was like, I know the connection. Yeah, because I was already thinking about that. Um, because every time I hear anything from Ludwig, I immediately think about um, Childish Gambino. Wow. What about you, Kaylin? Um, well, it was not as immediate as yours, but once I heard the bridge for like mm, what you say, that was like really obvious to me. Oh, so, but yeah. well, I'm I'm glad we all had fun. I'm glad we went on this journey together, where you saw how Childish Gambino and Angela Lansbury are tied together through time. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with it. I was trying. It didn't work. Okay. Sometimes Brady just starts sentences. <laughs> just, and and just, I'm hoping know where they're going. I'm yeah. hoping that in the middle of the sentence, he will figure out the end of it. <laughs> doesn't always happen. No, happen. no. Well, we want to say thank you, Caitlin, for, for joining. Yeah. Um, thank you. If you ever want to, if you ever want to jump on another one, 
Um, and not even a six degrees, but if you're ever like, oh, do you know what? Like, I really enjoy certain genre of music or certain playlist or whatever. Let us know. We'd love to have you back again. Sounds good. Oh, I will say six here. degrees is really fun. It's like trivia. So I'd be down to do that again. Yeah. And that's and that's why I, I figured I you'd want to jump on this one because I knew I talked to you in, previously and you're like, you know, about jumping on a. a uh, an episode and you're like ah, i don't know that, that feels like a lot of pressure when i and i was like okay six degrees would be easy because you don't have to even prep anything it's not like you have to come up with songs you're just like oh, i'm just guessing and finding out some new songs like i know there's a few of these that you definitely have heard before mm-hmm. uh i'm hoping if you've never heard um chim chim tree and beauty and the beast and you were the co-president of the disney club like i i remember her specifically saying she'd never heard chim chim she yeah before. I remember her saying that in the middle of the song when I was playing it, she said, Be- "Beauty and the Beast." What is? I've never heard of this. I've never heard of Beauty or the the Beast. It doesn't it a, sounds like an odd pairing? Why would you bear those two words? Is it like an eighties sitcom? <laughs> is it is it a, is it a cop buddy show? Cop Thank buddy, you. a buddy cop show. Buddy there, cop. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you can. What if, what if they were cops before they became friends? Mm. I don't know. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Kaylin. Uh, You're welcome. Having you on. Um, I specifically preferred you explaining the connections uh, over Brady. So that's that was that was enjoyable for me. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Oh, so you're saying you're gonna replace him? yeah actually i'm looking for a different co-host michaela turned down the offer unfortunately she's i will say that she was first pick but um job job's open uh we'll take the the rest of this offline don't want to keep the audience waiting but you know okay sounds good just check indeed.com and we'll be posting it soon and i'll have to train you (laughs) yeah that is the one as the one bit this might be like a bit of an awkward beginning because brady is gonna have to train you and i can't then do you it. then you file the hr paperwork to to let me go it's gonna be fun Looking apply forward now to it. <laughs> all right well like we say at the end of um every single episode and remember guys we say this on every (laughs) single episode stockholm syndrome is real and you should be concerned that that might happen to you so make sure to always have a buddy with you anywhere you go or you're on the phone so you don't get kidnapped and then fall in love because you want to fall in love naturally and not because of stockholm syndrome okay (laughs) thanks for sticking around fellow music thanks for sticking around